A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive in June. Olive in June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to the Football Ramble Euro, sponsored by Bet365, ladies and gentlemen. It's great to have you in our bosom once again. My name is Marcus Speller and Jim Campbell's here. Hello. Luke Moore is also here. All right. And the great news is Pete's here as well. Pete Donaldson. <laughs> yeah, from the streets. <laughs> Out on bail. <laughs> Gareth Bale. Yeah. Ten mm-hmm. years on remand, couldn't keep you down. Couldn't could keep me be? down. That's right, but they did try. England are through. Easy, easy, <laughs> easy, easy. Oh, hey. Finishing second. Did, yeah. did we go through? I, don't, I must have missed that memo. Everyone getting upset. I must have missed that. Um, <laughs> yeah, they uh, will play... Uh, the second place team in Group F. We don't know who that is right now. Um, it's around a fifty percent chance of it being Hungary, I believe, yeah, and I around a twenty-two percent chance of it being Portugal. I mm-hmm. thought it was about fourteen percent of of being Portugal, Austria, or Iceland. Oh, okay, um, right. Either way, it's most likely to be Hungary yeah. based on what's happened so far. Mm. You know, who who knows how realistic that will be? It could be Portugal, couldn't it? But yeah. you know what? Of of all the sort of traditional bigger teams that we could face, you'd probably pick them. 
Yeah, because we yeah. lose on penalties again, and we miss that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we really... We said Retro. it, didn't we? That it's just written in the stars, although it does seem unlikely to be Portugal. But I, I do like that kind of, like, colour wheel that everyone's put on Twitter today, yeah. where it's just, like, it's quite nicely it done, and also... <laughs> and also, um, I think Wales have got, like, a 1% Germany chance or something no, no, like that. How does that even work? No, not, not anymore, because oh, Germany they became... Top, they top right. their group. Okay. But there's a, there's a slight chance they could play Croatia. It would be a cruel twist of fate for the Welsh. Mm. Having played so well, <laughs> they've qualified from the group so uh, brilliantly... You and we'd, and we'd, be like, we'd be like, phew! Enjoy. But it wasn't all sunshine and lollipops, was it? Uh, England failed to beat uh, a poor opponent again yeah. in the group. It was nil-nil. A lot of people a little bit unhappy yeah, about was, this. There was a lot of kind of vitriol, wasn't there? Jordan Henderson in particular seemed to come in for a lot of stick, certainly um, you know, from what I was seeing, and uh, Jack Wilshire a little bit as well. And I, I don't think either of them were particularly bad. Neither of them sort of pulled up any trees, but... Mm. People are absolutely fuming at a lot of performances. Lalana as well, although he did very much lack end product. I think we maybe saw the uh, they all did. The, the worst that, of Lalana. I think that's the that biggest sense. flaw in his game, though. I, yeah. I think Lalana's finishing and his sh- shooting is. And I, I'm someone who's been critical of Lalana. I understand mm. that, but I am coming around to his way of thinking. I know I can see what he brings to this side, and I, I don't. I, obviously, I, I'm encouraged when he starts mm. now. Um, but his finishing and his shooting is a weak is a weak yeah. point. And, and as you just touched on, it is probably a hallmark of England's forward play generally in this tournament. If you look at the if you look at the facts, and I know the reality is that England drew nil against nil nil against Slovakia and they didn't win the game. But across the three games England have played, so they've had sixty four shots. Yeah. <laughs> and Frank Lampard's not even playing. <laughs> sixty four shots against teams that have set up primarily to just to blunt them. Russia slightly less so, but that was still very much in there. The thinking. first the opening game's a bit of a funny one. It turns out that wrong. wasn't a good point against Russia League. No, no. It wasn't. Yeah. Uh, in my defence I did say let's just hold on a minute, it might prove to be a good point. Mm. I didn't say it definitely was a good point. In yeah. Marcus's defence it, it wasn't. No, it wasn't at all, no, I agree. And in my defence I completely agree with you. <laughs> Um, England not really got going yet in a sense yeah. it feels a bit like the qualifiers at the moment and that's no disrespect to the opposition but as you say everyone England have played so far have just dug in yeah no, if, one, if, no one's come out to play against England yet no if if they just scored a couple of goals more than they had, I think everyone would be like, oh, they've really got going now. Because that performance against Slovakia wasn't that bad. Oh, yeah, it was pretty it, decent. Yeah. Well, if Vardy puts that one away. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, was, it was kind of the same as, I think Luke made the point a little bit, I don't want to off air, that uh, when they, when Wales scored their first one, you knew a couple more were going to come because mm. the, they just had the beating of them. But because yeah. we didn't get that uh, that one-on-one very early with Vardy, that could have yeah. been about three or four and nil. From mm. what I remember as well, that was the, the only chance that, that Vardy really had to get in behind the defenders where they were, where they were stretched a little bit. And mm. I, I don't know whether they use that as sort of mm. a, a, a warning or Slovakia used that as inspiration to go, right, we'll shut up shop now. And maybe they were trying to nick a goal in the first 20 and then shut up or whatever. But I from think, what I remember, that was the only time that we got in properly I, I behind think, them. Other than that, it was, you know, nine Yeah, yeah I think the, the Slovakia really talked to themselves. We're best off trying to get a point here. Finished with four, and and we've got a chance. But just on Vardy, um, a a lovely chap uh, spoke to me on the London Underground on my way home from um, watching that game and said... About putting that away. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Please stand back, sir. I I sincerely (laughs) apologised. You know, I've never seen a man with so much water in his eyes. Happened too many times. (laughs) 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 And I I did agree with him. He, He said that England shouldn't play Vardy when England are going to have lots of the ball. And I agree with that. It's because when when Arsenal were interested in Vardy, I don't know what's going on there, 
you thought to yourself, totally, totally not Vardy's game, guys. Uh, and, and when England have got a lot of the ball, Vardy, OK, he got the goal against Wales, granted. He never really looked in the game. The, uh, the one chance when he ran over, the, uh, ran in behind from the Henderson's ball at the top is how Leicester played. It's a beautiful pass, that. It was a beautiful pass. But if you sit, Vardy's game for Leicester is when they don't have the ball and they sit deep and they, and they uh, soak it up and hit on the break. Mm. Perhaps Vardy's the man, if England do progress far enough to play uh, a really top-quality opponent, maybe there, because otherwise perhaps it should be Sturridge. He's, or he's, a, he's, a, he's a man for extra time where... Players where teams yeah. are kind of playing for penalties, and you just sort of go, just just go for it, just but, run but for that, it. But that is what he's there for. I, mm. I think that the fact that um, and the Kane thing is a slightly different discussion. But Hodgson's man is Kane, and so Vardy is there mm. in the squad. I mean, if everything goes well, all things being equal, England have a glorious run to the final, and Hodge, everything goes Hodgson's way. Mm. He wants to use Vardy for the last half an hour, probably, yeah. when he needs to. He doesn't want to start him. I think mm. he's, he's forced into starting him because one, he wanted to make some changes. Two, Kane's not been firing yet. Um, and, and three, you probably thought well, Vardy's better than Slovakia. And Sterling has yeah. not been playing too well. No. And also, while that is true, uh, the, the point of you know saving him for teams that are going to come out a little bit more, I think England had planned to win the game. You know, they weren't <laughs> they weren't intent on settling for nil nil. I think Hodgson probably thought we would get a goal, and then that would open Slovakia up, and that you know you'd be able to use mm. jo- uh, Jamie Vardy in a bit more of an effective way. It's just that we couldn't actually find that goal. So a, lot, he was a lot of very much shots. nullified, wasn't he? I mean, you, you lose his best attributes if it's a, mm. if it's that kind of game. I, I, I really want to address this sort of outpouring of, of ill feeling towards England's performance against Slovakia because not because I just want to be contrary for the sake of it, or because I think I'm seeing anything better than anyone else. But <laughs> the, the the point is that I think a lot of people who watched that game uh, last night on, on Monday night. Um, are essentially just being really lazy and and harking back to when England were really boring against Costa Rica in the World Cup or were terrible against Algeria in World mm, Cup 2010 yeah. or yeah. Th- these nil nils that we've had we've had, we've played a part in over the recent few years have been terrible. Mm. It, that wasn't England were light years away from yeah, that right. on Monday night. I completely agree and with that. Axe, and the it? way and the way they they played. You could level criticisms at England, but I've not really seen that many people doing that. The only t- I've saw one guy in the Eden Standard saying they need a bit of cutting edge, which I agree with. Other than that, it was like, oh, same old England. Well, it wasn't same old no, England. No. The only thing you could level at them were, one, they need to be a bit cuter. They need to, they need to move the ball quicker they, against a team like Slovakia, who were a disgrace, by the way. I mean, Slovakia have qualified for the World Cup, uh, for the European Championships, on merit. Yeah. If they win the game, they get a far easier run through to wherever they want to achieve. A nation like Slovakia with Premier, basically someone like Hamšík, who who essentially performed like a, a destruction role, despite yeah. being an attacking midfield player of some repute, one of Europe's best players, one of Europe's best creative players, didn't try and do anything. Find, it's very difficult. I understand what you mean, Luke, but I, I wouldn't be too harsh on Slovakia. No, I but, think... they, but but my point, is, I'll just just to round off the point, if you if you'll let me. They didn't play like a team who wanted to soak it up on the break and then hit on the break. Quickly. Okay, yeah, that's. And fair. if they wanted to do that, I would excuse it. I'd say like. For, all these teams that England have played in the group so far have been essentially the same thing. They've tried to really soak it up. Wales showed a little bit more of endeavour, but that was probably because it was a derby game. The Russia one's an opening game. Not much so. more, though. No, and Slovakia didn't even try to do anything. Mm, no. and, and that, to be fair, I think is a little bit disgraceful. The, the amount of time-wasting going on <laughs> from, from a team, from a team who, if they win the game, give themselves a really good chance of getting a plum draw in the next round. They just didn't want to do it. Well, they probably thought to themselves... 
England will conspire to undo themselves. And Chris Smalling tried to help them yeah, with that yeah. back pass. That was, oh. a weird te- that was a weird technical deficiency because he sort of cushioned the chest. Do you know what? Chest that, would have, that would have been classic England. Yeah, to that, lose that a crappy a... goal like and that. And it didn't happen. The, the, prob- the problem with it... The... <laughs> and then we go through his third and play Germany or something. That would have been it. Most of like, the thing pieces about England being terrible, uh, they're so, almost sort of thinking, oh, England are the underdog. They're not the underdog. Treat it as like, you know, mm. a, a, as a compliment. Yeah. You know, players who watch uh, these players week in and week out for Spurs and for Leicester mm-hmm. and for Arsenal they think oh my god these are good footballers yeah. we're going to sit back we're going to defend our, our match yes, and yes. some players won't do that some players will will have played with these players and, and, and go for it a and little the, bit more the difficulty you're right Pete and the difficulty is for England is those teams, the, I think the, one of the reasons why they do that, I mean, Northern Ireland obviously did that against Germany, but that's... that's well, that more makes the, the England result look better, right, I think, to a certain extent. They yeah. can only get one goal past Northern Ireland. Yeah, because Slovakia are better than Northern Ireland and Germany better than England. You know, so you look at it like that. <laughs> what we're seeing is just an extension of the, the way that teams play against England in qualification. Right, that's, uh, the, that's only the point difference I'm is, The only difference is those teams in Group um, Group B of this European Championship are better teams. Right. So they're better at it. Mm. Yeah. But they I beat Germany I, and Spain. I don't think for a second... In recent history. Well, quite, this is why it's embarrassing for them. Mm. It's embarrassing for them. They should be showing back. They should because what you guys are saying. Look embarrassed at the full no, time. They, <laughs> well, they should have done. But what you're touching on, Marcus, in a way, is a contradiction because it's like, well, if if, if they know England can undo themselves, well, why don't they just force it? Try mm. try and make them then. Well, that was, I mean, it was a slightly flipping point, but but I think with sides, England. To, to understand, if you're not an England, if you're not from England, to understand us English fans, people often think, oh, you always think you're going to win the tournament and whatnot. No, that's, that's not true. What England fans, I think, want is for the team to perform where we should be. Yeah. And where we should be is you're not in the top bracket. The top bracket at the moment is Spain, France and Germany. You maybe throw Italy in there for old, not old time's sake because they got the final the last year. Belgium are perhaps knocking on the door, should be with the talent they have. You know, that, that's the kind of, if you like, the sort of the top bracket. Yeah, Holland, oh, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Netherlands would normally be in, in that bracket as well. And then you extend it to World Cup, Brazil, Argentina. Um, then you have the sort of a, a, a lower, a couple of tiers below. You've got the likes of Scandinavia, Ireland. Uh, one or two and others. England are between that, right? And England are kind of in between. Portugal maybe, although Portugal have been to more semi-finals than England of recent years. But England are kind of in between there. But so England, England went to more semi-finals than Portugal in the nineties, for example. Yeah, they did. So I say England and Portugal is quite a good comparison. So po- possibly a good comparison. Although before the World Cup, by the way, England mm. and Argentina was a good comparison. Yeah. Um, funnily enough, it seems a weird thing to say. And I think England are in there. We want England to be that quarter-final team and every now and then we nick a semi-final. Yeah. I think that's what England fans want and you go away and you have the glorious failure or you think, oh, well, you know, whereas England haven't been like that, that's where we think we should be because we probably should be. Mm. I, I must say, I don't really blame Slovakia for setting up in the way that they did because I think they probably think they've got a better chance of getting a point if they play like that than they do of getting a win if they go for it. And I think... They've probably been, well, they've clearly been incredibly conservative um, in, yeah. in doing that. But I, I must say, I really, really like what Hodgson said after the game, which was that basically someone's getting a battering mm. soon. He's mm. very confident well, that, that when the team clicks, when we get a chance to really go at someone, yeah. we're if it happens, them. Jim, then then that, that, those words will well, certainly be good for Pete, him to Pete's say. Pete's right in what he said about the fact that it's a compliment. Every team England have played in the group so far, I've, I've seen the England mm. game as the danger game and thought, you know what, we'll bite your hand off for a draw yeah. right now. 
and, and that's what they've tried to do. I don't think for a second. The only, I mean, look, Hodgson made quite, probably a few too many changes, and a few people said this before the game, and I wasn't one of them, but they were right in, in retrospect. It probably made England a bit more disjointed. Mm-hmm. But I don't think someone like Nathaniel Klein did himself any disservice at all. He was fantastic. Yeah, was Walker's good. still probably going to be the first choice. Walker's a better player on form at the moment. But Klein, Vladimir Weiss had to be moved position. He was mm. getting hammered so much. So what do you think of the six, six changes? Because a lot has been made for, for that. And I think one or two people even said it was quite arrogant. I don't think it was arrogant. No. I think Hodgson's thinking to himself, we will not lose this game. And he was very right to, to think that. Talking about resting players, if Rooney gets an injury or a suspension, which uh, you know he's, he's had previous for, then Wilshire's the natural replacement. Wilshire hasn't played that much, so maybe give him a run out there. Mm. Jordan Henderson, you'll need Henderson if you come I up against. Henderson was fine. I thought he did great as well. I, I thought Wilshire was pretty terrible at times, though. Yeah, I a mean, lot of drop passes. It looks like he's not played football yeah. for two years. Well, there you go. Which is why he needed. To, he wants to give Wilshire a go. Henderson, yeah. you'll need Henderson. I didn't think he was great. I thought he was fine. Henderson, you'll need if you're going to play. Again, didn't yeah, if, if you're going to play uh, against. France, which England may do in the quarterfinals if they get past the second round, um, then you'll need a, a Henderson perhaps. So you give him a game because he hasn't played much at the tournament. The fullbacks, Hodgson's been, you know, like Pochettino, ragging them. So you've you, got to. You, you get the feeling that all Hodgson wants is to find a, a competent corner taker. Oh <laughs> like, that's why yeah. he's changing it around because our dead balls have been obscene yeah. For this me, tournament. Though, it yeah. seems like world football is lacking one of those. <laughs> Decent corner. Well, France have got a couple. <laughs> For the love of a 28-year-old David Beckham. <laughs> just, just to deliver, like, just deliver something at the box. And, yeah. and to be fair, most of our chances came from corners. But the keep was just, you know, plucking oh, them out, yeah. out of the sky. You've not got that Andy Carroll kind of target man. When well, Cahill and Smalling are decent in the air. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, but we can't swing the ball in properly. That's, <laughs> you know, the problem is when you get as many shots blocked as England do, corners come into play a lot. Right. <laughs> but I, I made a point on Twitter earlier, basically last night after the game, and I said that. England will be. We'll see the measure of this England team once they play against a team who've got a bit of ambition. And I don't mean how England are going to gl- march on to glory, right. but as soon as they play a team in knockout football who who want to do something. So mm. if we get hungry, in a way, it's not going to suit us very well. We're going to have to do well to get past that. Forty-year-old keeper. Yeah, well, quiet. But England can't <laughs> shoot on target. So no. It doesn't matter. That, and the Gabor Kirai will stitch us up in a penalty. Just to finish the point, if Sorry. we were to play for Portugal, um, who aren't great, by the way, but who will show some ambition, who will say, we've beaten England in the recent past, mm. we've got ambitions to do well in this tournament, we're expected to do better than the second round, they're going to leave all sorts of gaps. Mm. And, and then England will hopefully be able to exploit them. Well, that mm. certainly seems to be the game plan. And if they don't do that and they get beaten on yeah. a trade-for-trade basis, you have a shot, we have a shot, right. and we get beat, then that's just the way it and goes. going back to my earlier point about what England fans or most rational thinking England fans want about that quarterfinal or maybe nick a semi-final, the trouble is in previous tournaments and, 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 and 2006 World Cup was a great example of this, is England, um, they, they, they beat sides or they just you know get through the group quite uninspiring because they're playing against sides that they really should beat or, or, or they're in a group which they should qualify from. They do that and then they play a side maybe in the second round which again you probably should beat and England they labour to a win that kind of thing. Then they play a, a proper opponent in the quarterfinals then get beat and you think we never really had anything. Okay you've got a great moment against Wales there but look at Wales beating Russia. Yeah. There was never that moment where England looked quite comfortable. Mm. They have, it's Cruising. probably Yeah right. Since 2004 England have not really had that moment in a tournament and that's really what They've rarely been two or three up though, to be fair. Yeah true. <laughs> well, if you do fancy England to go all the way and win the tournament they're now 10 to 1 with Bet365 so £10 on that will return you £110 including your stake. Is mm. that better than last last uh, show? I, well, I, think it it was eight, I think it was 8 to 1. Yeah I think uh, it is. Right, yeah. So they've gone a little bit longer but I, I think in many ways that, that the lesson that it can take from that 
that is. Plan B seems to be hammering the ball from 30 yards. It didn't work. Let's not do that again. <laughs> Let's have Wayne, with someone like Wayne Rooney running at the defence a little bit. That's how Gareth Bale pulled defenders left, right and centre because he runs directly at players. Mm-hmm. We didn't have any of that. The only person who did that was Rooney, whose, whose first touch in that match when he got brought on was a little bit, yeah. uh, was a little bit leggy and a little bit rubbish, but he, he, he ran at players and people got a bit scared. Well, he tried. I mean, yeah, none He's of it came off. He's not suited to come off the bench. That's no, the problem. No, yeah. no. The, the only time he's suited to come off the bench, sorry, I should qualify that, if England are tuning up in a knockout game and they need to keep the ball, bring Rooney on, no mm. problem, he can set the tone, but mm. he, he's Get much better set the tone from the start <laughs> of the game. Mm. And I don't, I don't think it's the right thing to do to bring him on. I, I thought it was a strange decision. I, it was probably the... Another thing I didn't quite agree with about about the game against Slovakia, but on the other hand, you know, it goes like that sometimes. We've just seen Germany struggle to break Northern Ireland down despite having a ridiculous amount of possession. Okay, there are so few goals in this they, tournament. Yeah, as they well. got a goal. I mean, that's the, the only, I know it's a big difference, but it's the only real difference. Mm-hmm. I mean, England just lacked a bit of cutting edge, and and you're all right on what you say, by the way, because we've all watched enough football to know this to be the case. If Vardy tucks that away yeah. in the first fifteen minutes. It's a completely different ball game. It yeah. really is, and that's how fine the margins are, especially as you said, Pete. When in a tournament where goals just aren't being scored. Yeah, but um, are we done with England? Because I know we are going to move <laughs> on to Wales because Euro 2016 will be soon. <laughs> Wales got a wonderful win against Russia. What a night for oh, them! I, I was mean, jealous of that. Yeah, well, not only did they go through, they topped the group, and the way to do a three-nil win at a tournament is a rare thing indeed. Yeah. It is rare to score three goals in a game at a tournament, but a three-goal margin if you look at the history books not many sides do yeah, that I mean, well we've had a couple already in this tournament haven't we but um mm. it's only the top teams that do it yeah I mean, well, Belgium exactly, did it against yeah. Ireland Spain did it um as well against, against Turkey, Turkey. You, were, you were pretty bad but uh, I mean uh, well, top scorers at the moment I think, but, yeah I think they are yeah I mean, Bale would be top scorer Bale too. is top yeah. scorer yeah, yeah. yeah. And, but yeah as you say Luke it, it tends to be where there's a sort of Huge golfing quality, and because Wales are a bit of an unknown quantity, because they've been out of the, you know, been out of international tournaments for such a long time. It's just, it is so brilliant to see the, all, the just the, the joy with which they're playing. Yeah. You know, they, they don't seem to be under any pressure at all. Mm. Or certainly in that game, it, it, it showed that. And it, I mean, they smashed Russia three 0 yeah, Russia it, didn't it look like they were under really any pressure. Story, to be fair, Russia were an absolute disgrace. That second goal. The Neil Taylor goal. That yeah. was an embarrassment. Yeah. Have another go. Yeah, Neil Taylor no one said, around him. He said, well, I did the, my best to miss it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and stroking it. I was really pleased that Aaron Ramsey scored because I think he's yeah. been really good for Wales. He had a fantastic game. He's just worked, more his work rate. He's been, he's worked so tirelessly for them. And I, I think that, you know, he, he is, of course, their second best player, you know. But actually, Bale takes a lot of the pressure off I, Ramsey. I, I thought, I thought uh, in, the, in the England game, well, let me touch on this, I thought Ramsey was far better than Bale. Yeah. He was far better. But then Bale. Now, Pete, you said about, you know, the, the, where's Bale, the man who runs at people and, and does that kind of stuff? Well, he was doing that against Russia. Yeah. He really tore them to part to pieces, rather, yeah. and got his goal as well, his third goal of the tournament. Could end up as the tournament's yeah. top scorer, you know, which would be quite something. In the BBC commentary, they were saying it's, possibly the best performance for, in the tournament so far and I think yeah in terms of the actual the pure excitement of watching that game I mm. think that's that's probably true you would I mean, argue Spain was sort of technically better against Turkey or whatever sure. but in terms of the actual pure fun of watching Wales it, don't have the Richard of Spain you know yeah, what I mean Wales, in context Wales does have an awful lot of credit for that mm. they do and, and I think um, Chris Coleman what a job he's done there but it goes back to well, it's got, do you know what it goes back to um, John Toshak giving a lot of these players their debut yep. obviously Gary. The, the late Gary Speed doing mm-hmm. his, doing his mm-hmm. bit as well which is clearly fantastic and it makes it a little bit bittersweet for the Wales fans I'm sure but you know they're doing him proud and it, it's a combination of all those things but it comes back to, to what you got you guys were saying 
if, if you get an early goal, mm. it's very hard for a team who's set up like that to change their mindset. Mm. They can't do it. Mm. Slovakia, going back to England again, just briefly, Slovakia was set up to draw that game. They were time-wasting with about 40 minutes left. If England score, they they are toast. Mm. Absolutely, so they can't do anything about it. They can't change mm. their mentality. They, they've probably been working on that for a good few days to do it that way. And fair play to them, they've closed it out. Um, but I think I think without come, trying to come across as like a bitter England fan, because I'm not bitter because England is still in the tournament and I'm and that's fine. Slovakia should be ashamed of themselves the way they performed. They should be. They should be. They should be. I just, Did yeah. you watch the uh, Russia performance as well? Yeah. <laughs> Russia needed to win. Yeah. So they needed to come out, really. They and, did come out. Russia and, left, yeah. left holes all over the place because they showed a little bit of ambition. They were they're terrible, yeah. but, but, but they showed a bit. Is it fair to say that... Uh, they, they've stunk up this tournament, and, has, I, yeah. and I fear for that team in two years' time. Do you fear for Slutsky, the manager? No, he's, he's handed in his resignation. <laughs> no, but he handed in his resignation, didn't Very he? Very animated chap on the touchline. Very, he looked knackered. Yeah. He, he looked he's exhausted. been combining roles, I believe. He's been combining a club mm, role as well. That and a long-distance runner. Yeah. It looks like he's just ran there. And he's mm. absolutely exhausted. Mm. Um, Russia can solve their hooliganism problem uh, by the time their, their tournament comes around. You know, they've got two million um, army reservists, reservists or certainly armed forces reservists. They they'll so, they they'll can, definitely be responsible, won't they? They can sort that out. That's uh, naughty. They, they can probably <laughs> sort the hooliganism problem out, but... I, I think their football team is in tatters. Th- those performances we saw at the, yeah. this tournament have been nothing short of You'd awful. You'd worry, because they got Fabio Capello in to build a side to mm. go into that World Cup. That obviously what a didn't... Disaster, that yeah, that, that's not happened. And uh, an old uh, the Slutster has gone in and uh, <laughs> not done too well. Mm. Um, yeah, you, you do fear for them in, in their own tournament, but... Uh, Ugh, it's two years. Two years is a long time in football. They're missing, I mean, they're they're missing a couple of their most influential and important midfield players, though, aren't they? Yeah, that's true. But look, the Dutch finished third at the World Cup two years ago, yeah, not at the tournaments. It, it does come and go. It can be yeah. a, a long time. We're going to talk more uh, Euro uh, 2016 after this little thing. They're men of the world, not you regular rabble. They love a bit of that. Hash, hashtag travel. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. 
Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com forward slash ramble. Welcome to the welcome back. Sorry, you've already done the welcome. Welcome back to the, the Football Ramble Euro, sponsored by Bet Three Six Five. Should we talk about Northern Ireland? Yes, mm. Northern Ireland mm. nil, Germany Northern one. It, realistically, I think that was a decent result for oh, Northern that, Ireland. O'Neill's last stand. That was well. Michael <laughs> Michael O'Neill's side faced twenty eight shots in in that game, and according to the BBC, Germany had seventy nine percent possession. Incredible. Wow! I, I, it was such a rip roaring first half of just oh, brinkmanship <laughs> and just frightening that they were going to Germany were going to score and score five goals, and then at half time, Jens Lehmann appears. If I was like a, a pundit, really? the BBC, I didn't see that. Yeah, Jens Lehmann was on for the BBC. I think it was, it was the BBC this week, wasn't was it? it? Okay. For this show, uh, yeah, the BBC did it, and uh, Jens Lehmann was on. I was thinking, I don't want to be in a room with Jens Lehmann. I'm tired enough. <laughs> 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 He's going to do something mad. Yeah. <laughs> mad Jens, yeah. I mean, um, I think with Northern Ireland, they're still in the, the pot for best uh, third play, one of the best third place sides. Yeah. And, and on goal difference, crucially, because they have plus one. They're in yeah. good shape. I mean, no, no they're, they don't. They're, sorry, they're, they're on zero. Zero, yeah. But they are second in the third place ranking of teams just behind Slovakia. At uh, current time of recording. Yeah, time of course. recording. And there's only three games, games left to play. So it's, I don't think. No, they probably can go out, but it's they un- can. very unlikely. Imagine if they played Wales oh. in the second round. Well, it would be absolutely incredible. <laughs> you could see Neil Bly Nick in that. But it would be for you know for for British football. Let's let's widen it because England. We can hang on that a little bit. Yeah. Um, but you know, it would be it would be incredible. <laughs> you would never think that. Well, from... the, the way they did not really defended, it was very much a goalkeeping performance, wasn't it? Oh, really, McGovern was great from McGovern. But uh, they played on the break for most of the first half. There were glimpses where you thought that they just get. They had a couple of chances where it was just like the well, last was... pass wasn't there, and you're right. like, oh goodness I was, me. I was, it was doing my head, and remember that one, Jim? We were watching it and. There was a, a moment where I forget who it was, and I was going, "Slip it, slip it! If you mm. can slip it, you, yeah. your man's in." But as you said, Jim, in those moments, it, it, when you're so under the cosh in those kind of games, when you actually have a chance to do something up the other end, yeah. you just panic. Well, the t- problem t- was he had, he had two options. In that situation, you need one option. Yeah. You, you can't. You <laughs> can't decision made for you. To show even a kernel of ambition mm. uh, with a Germany side like that, absolutely putting you to the sword. <laughs> is 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 yeah. ambitious? I think it's funny, isn't no. it? Because you know you see games like this a lot, where one side is clearly better and they it's, you know, just pass you to death effectively. But Marcus and I, we're looking at the looking at the teams and just Northern Ireland players just busting a gut, running about all over the place. Germany just strolling around. Mm. If you didn't know anything about football, you would think, what is going on yeah. here? Why don't you just get into <laughs> two them? very but different when, games? When technical ability is that much better when it comes to passing mm. and, and that type of control. In the head, control. All in the yeah, head, absolutely, mate. absolutely. Uh, and Thomas Muller. 
Still hasn't scored a goal at the Euros. <laughs> well, I was, just, I was just saying that... Gomez like, should have had two. I, didn't, oh, I, I, yeah. I saw a limited part of the second half that he might have had five. Muller, Muller um, had a really good chance in the first half. Gomez chested it down to him. It was a whisker wide. Mm. It was a whisker. Just before they scored, I think, actually. Yeah. Oh, did he man. hit the bar as well? I he did. He might have done. Yeah. I think that, yeah. So did you also see that, um, certainly at the beginning of the game, um, Yogi Love was behind a sort of like advertising board. So maybe so he can just scratch away. <laughs> I've noticed that he shakes everyone's hand when, when they leave the field oh, after being substituted. Yeah. Like, I don't want to touch that, mate. He should, <laughs> goodness me. He should have to wear a rubber glove for that bit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, or the bit before. I mean, <laughs> either way. Or just not do it. Just carry some anti- antiseptic hand wash around yeah. you. Your leave your bum alone. <laughs> <On> your <face. laughs> leave your bum How alone. How disrespectful would that be if Michael O'Neill, at the end of the game, right, we were shaking out, no, 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 don't shake, yeah, and everyone, they had yeah. the, 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 the Are they, are they, are they uh, award Germany the uh, the cup on the end of a selfie stick? I'm not touching him. <laughs> what, what, <laughs> I've near him. What would Mark Hughes make of the whole thing? <laughs> wow. Oh, that'd be a real conundrum. Yeah. You know, I, the handshakes are very important. Yeah, goodness me. Or not. I felt, in this match, I felt sorry for Aaron Hughes because the goal went in off him and he's been a hell of a servant for Northern Ireland. And, uh... He will be knackered. <laughs> he just <laughs> wants to lie down. He just wants to lie down. To be honest, <laughs> I don't want the second round. <laughs> he gets in one of those cryogenic chambers to like, cool off for 30 seconds. He stays in there for three hours. Yeah, and, like, he just frees me. They all get back into the dressing room and, and he's crying. And Michael says, what's wrong with what's happening? <laughs> I don't want to be in the second round. It's going to be like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, 53. Man. This is nothing like our preparation. They only conceded the one, which Thomas, is. Yeah. Thomas, Will- Thomas Willow just walks past his restaurant and goes, Our training's harder than that. <laughs> <laughs> and I put them away. Yeah, yeah. yeah, right. Oh, my goodness. But they're, they're still in there, though. Northern Ireland. Not a bad result, really, mm. if you consider how the game went. The stats back that up enormously well. It makes us feel a little bit better as Englishmen that they only got the one goal, although they did get the three points. Of course, Poland, they got three points as well. Cuba. Scored. Blaschewski. Lovely goal. Lovely goal. Yeah, it Blazik- was. Blazikowski, yeah. Blazikowski. Lovely goal. Um, Kuba, let's call him. Yeah. That's his nickname. That's literally why that's his nickname, I think. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't he the good guy? In... But didn't they call him that on purpose? I swear he was the good guy in Wolfenstein, the video game. Could have been. Yeah. <laughs> looks a bit like Could have been. Yeah. yeah, he had a hand in the missile crisis. But, uh, um, Cuba. Um, <laughs> yeah, thanks for that, Marcus. I got it. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we understood. <laughs> Just in case. Yeah. Uh, got a missile of his own today, though. He did. Didn't he? He did. Yes. Against poor old that, Ukraine, who lost all three games. If that, yeah. did, if that didn't move Ukraine to DEFCON 2, nothing will. <laughs> Lewandowski had a tap Oh, by the way, I should... Not, sorry, Pete, I should say, you know I did the old DEFCON chat last week, and I couldn't work out if it was DEFCON 1, which is the most dangerous, mm. or DEFCON 5. You were given ill information. I've, I've been on Wikipedia. Yeah. No, 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 I'm not going to say that. It is DEFCON 1, but right. the reason I know that is because someone on Facebook saying, you know you were talking about that, well, you said you were at DEFCON 3 anyway, so it would have been exactly the same either way. <laughs> <laughs> I think you said 2.6. I, I, I really? think it's 2.6. 2.4 is what we were for, on the, now. For, for the DEFCON of England winning the tournament or not, I mm. think I'm back up to about 3.5 now. <laughs> yeah, okay, right. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. You're still, it's still a little bit away off 5. That's the main thing. <laughs> yeah. That is the main thing. But Germany topped the group, of course they do, and, uh, and Poland are in second. I think Poland plays Switzerland now. Oh, is that confirmed, is it? I think so, that'd, be a, yeah. that'd be a curious game. Yeah. It will be, with Jan Sommer in golf for Switzerland. It's nice to have some concrete decisions about who's <laughs> yeah, playing who, to be honest. It's really weird. <laughs> I agree on waiting what your, what your fate is. Poland and Switzerland is an interesting matchup because both teams have got potential and got good players, but neither have really fired yet. Mm, they started yeah. firing. And, it's been, and Switzerland were disappointed against France. Poland would have fancied their chances against Germany, couldn't do it. I must say, I thought Switzerland were, were, were decent against France because they did well to, okay. to not lose that game. That was actually a really, really good game. I 
suppose it was better than their, their World Cup show when they got absolutely yeah. destroyed 5-2, didn't yeah. they? They still got to the second round of that Paul World yeah, Cup. I've probably, probably, probably been harsh there, yeah. Paul Pogger in, in that game, I, I think that was one of the performances of the tournament so far. Even was though that... they didn't get the win. and That, that shot where he hit the bar. That would, well, Pyatt. Oh, Jesus. No, no, Pogba oh, right, in the yeah. first half. Just absolutely he was great. But that it. run he went on when he set up Pyatt, which would have been one of the goals of the tournament. Well, that was Sissoko set that run. Set that up, yeah, that's all right. Oh, sorry, I'm yeah, getting confused. Yeah, 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 no, you're right, Jim. When sorry, when Pogba hit the bar. Yeah, that's right. Different different incident. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Put yeah. that in one to one side. Okay, can we talk about party in the now bar make now? Your point. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, oh, it nearly went in, didn't it? It did. It's a great one. <laughs> it would have been a good goal. Yes, as would Jim's one. Marcus, is there anything else we can help you with? Uh, I'm sure there's an awful lot. I'm I'll, presenting. I'll, I'll make sure he gets home, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Where's home? Yeah. Um, but the shirts thing, we we surely need to talk about as well do we um four shirts got mm. absolutely decimated granite jacker oh, yeah. had two ripped i mean it made me wonder how many shirts they have in reserve yeah at trilb on twitter's made this her highlight of the week she says um sunday's swiss striptease the beautiful game needs more on strip uh, on pitch stripping thank you very much <laughs> on strip stripping you agree then shakiri said that uh, he's just glad that puma don't make condoms yeah, yeah there you go i'm gonna go at the at the yeah, sponsors yeah. Yeah. it seems very just very thin they all seem to rip around about the the numbers maybe the yeah. numbers i think the heat of applying the numbers and the decals. Pete, do you want to ask me? Because I used to work in a sports shop. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Well, no, we, did, we didn't do ones on on. Uh, we didn't do printing, so I can't help you. <laughs> well, I'm glad I came in this shop. I'm leaving. Uh, JJB on the road. Give me mate. a manager. JJB Sports on the road. <laughs> what shop did you work for? Uh, it's now defunct. Sadly defunct. Sports kit. Sports yeah. kit. I would have put that. you down as an intersport man. Yeah, right. there, there was one of them in the same same precinct. We well, didn't like them. <laughs> the, the, like the manager used to say, "Go down to Intersport, see how busy they are." Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> she was terrified of being made redundant. <laughs> were they middle class boys in yeah, Intersport? They probably were. Yeah. <laughs> um, Albania, historic <laughs> win for them against Romania mm. in the Ia Derby. That, um, was, that was beautiful, wasn't it? The celebration after that goal. Oh my goodness! The pylon was brilliant. I, I, Love I'm that. pretty sure about like fifty percent of the population of Albania was in that pylon. It was yeah. massive. Yeah, it was. It's Gary, Gary Neville popped up. <laughs> Joe Hart ran. Yeah. David May. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Luke Chadwick. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, uh, Armando Sudoku, or Sudoku, sorry, got a, a, a lovely goal there. And yeah. Albania are in the pot as well. Yeah. Well, they, when I say in the pot, they're still waiting. It's so strange, this, isn't it? They're right it? in the mix-up, but, mm. but they are right in the mix-up, but on the third-place thing, Albania are sit, sit slightly below Northern Ireland on goal difference at time of recording, so yeah. they're more vulnerable than Northern Ireland mm. are. Mm. They are indeed. Uh, Portugal but, just below them. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Croatia versus Spain, Czech Republic versus Turkey has not been played. Uh, they've not been played at the time of recording. Um, but speaking of the Spanish, do you see Pedro chipping off? Yeah. He's, he's uh, hoping for a more prominent role for Spain and he said very recently I had different expectations when I first came here. It is difficult for me to play this role as a substitute and if there is no continuity it is not worth me turning up just to be a part of the group. Yeah. That is astounding isn't <laughs> That's it? That's Chris Sutton-esque. Do you not, yeah. do you not, not remember what you did? Not me turning up. <laughs> you played for Chelsea and the that's season what, just gone by. That's what Cristiano Ronaldo will say next, next, next game around. <laughs> oh, well, this wasn't worth was it? <laughs> just a wash out. Yeah. Yeah. But Nolito's but yeah. It was brilliant against Turkey. Yeah, he plays for Spain. They've got loads of good players. Yeah, right. Yeah. The Leeds has had a great season with Celta Vigo <laughs> and has played well. When Pedro has not had a great season with Chelsea, it's no. safe to say. 
Yeah, he's been a little bit of a silly sausage there, isn't he? Yeah. Well, Chelsea haven't had a great season, yeah. so is it worth Pedro actually turning up next to him? <laughs> yes. This is yet to be seen. It's but a good che- question. Chelsea will decide. Yeah, <laughs> it is a very, very good question. Uh, Ireland are up against Italy in their quest for the second round. Yes, and week. Ireland, I've got to get this in, Ireland are 12-5 to 5 to beat Italy with Bet365, so £10 on that returns you £34, including your stake. And can they evoke the spirit of 94 oh. and do the business? Can they call on the, I, the ghost of Paul McGrath, who's not actually dead, by the way, uh, so it might... <laughs> Ray Helm. People McGrath. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love this about international football. Just th- th- those memories, you know, the, the, th- the fact that there is a bit of, you know, can they do it? Can yeah. they repeat that spirit for, mm. of a game that was, you know, well over twenty years ago, yeah. when no one involved had anything to do with <laughs> it? International football is all about spirit, it. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. frequently spirit. Unfortunately, Italy have been quite good, haven't they? Yeah, they're not no. bad. No, mm, I know what you mean. Roy Keane <laughs> was at his best when talking about how Ireland need to be clever to play against the Italians. He said, "My advice would be, yeah, take them out." <laughs> um, all right, Roy. Yeah. Uh, we're not here to make friends. The fans will do that. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, they will. The Irish fans yeah. are always great. From a player's point of view, if you smell danger, you do whatever you can to get the right result. If that's a foul, then you foul him. It's not a crime. With you, mate, it was yeah. very, you were yeah. very close there. Yeah. You might get a yellow or red card, but your team might win. You have to make sacrifices for your team. Uh, getting a red card. Yeah, I, I love this. Ahead of a really crucial game, <laughs> he has publicly told his players it's okay to get sent off. Martin O'Neill <laughs> just said, look, I'm going for a walk this afternoon. Just take care of the press. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Don't say yeah. I'm going for a walk. Take care of the press. Is that unsolved murder? I'm going to have a look. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, yeah. Don't say anything stupid. <laughs> I won't be long. Uh, <laughs> if anything, just say no comment. Yeah. And he comes back to that absolute shit show. If you smell danger. <laughs> yeah. Well, then Why are all my players suspended? If you smell your hands, yeah. you're Yogi Love. <laughs> I'm Scottish saw, now. I once saw Roy Keane in the interview say, um, I, he was asked, um, it was around the controversial, I think it was around the controversial time when he was in, in all sorts of trouble, disciplinary <laughs> reasons and stuff. And, and the interviewer said to him, do you ever go out to hurt a player? And you expect them to say, no, no, no. He went, yeah, all, all, every game. <laughs> I love that about yeah. Keane, though. He said, I, I never got to injure a player, but I always got to hurt a player. It's the same thing. Really. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Do you mean emotionally, Roy? No, no in their no, bones, no, no, no. in their bones I, and tendons. I like to, <laughs> to break them. Well, Keane went, went on to say about his team's performance, or the team's performance against Belgium. Obviously, they lost three 0 We were punished against Belgium, and I actually quite enjoy that in sport. What is that? <laughs> if you're not your best, you get punished. You I understand to... what he means. Yeah, sure. That's time and a place, though, isn't there? Yeah. yeah, he said it's like a boxer when he gets knocked out. You get back up and start swinging. You don't, don't get it... knocked out. If you're not knocked out, it's over. To be fair, though, Marcus, are either of us going to point that out to him? No. Well, we're not in France to do so. Hey, well, yeah, and that's the only reason. Yeah, I'm just it? waiting for him to set up that Twitter account so yeah. I can tweet him. Oh. <laughs> I think if he did, if he was on Twitter, no one would troll him. No one would dare. Yeah, I think so. Who, Kino? Uh, he's not going on Twitter for no, the rest exactly, of his life. Exactly. He could live a thousand lifetimes and never go anywhere near social media. <laughs> Look, before, before um, it's the tournament... Part of the attraction. Yeah. yeah. Before the tournament, um, Aidan McGeady had been a little bit disappointing in, uh, in one of the friendlies, hadn't he? He said, yeah, um, Aidan maybe didn't play as well as uh, he should have done, but then, you know, that's pretty much the story of his career, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine Roy Hodgson saying that. Yeah. Ray Lewington saying that about yeah. one of the England players. Yeah. He should Amazing. be an agent. About, like Raheem Sterling. Yeah, he's, he's had a terrible season, to be fair, so it shouldn't be a surprise he wasn't very good. <laughs> it's amazing he didn't go, well, he's Scottish anyway, so he shouldn't yeah. be with the yeah. Irish team. That's you know? <laughs> really like Del Bosque saying about Pedro. Have you seen him play last season? He's, yeah. he's, nowhere, he's lucky to be in the squad. That's right. Nothing. <laughs> That's right. Uh, what's our bet of the show, Luke? Our bet of the show does uh, focus on Group E, the, the group we've just been talking about. Uh, we, we fancy both Group E games um, to feature under two and a half goals. 
Um, £50 on that with better 365 returns is £113, including stake. We were very close with the England thing. Mm. The England Wales mm. double. We could have been two for two, but it wasn't to be. But England this one, messed it up. This one we fancy. So, yeah, under, under two and a half goals in both those games, which is, of course, the group featuring Ireland and Italy and. Belgium. Belgium and Sweden, of course. Um, but don't forget, you must be over the age of 18 to bet, and please gamble responsibly. Mm. Peter, Marcus, and Jim, or mm. James, as his full name is, but Jim, <laughs> are going to tell you where to go to gamble responsibly. Gambleaware.co.uk. Sorry, I was looking at someone in the next studio. <laughs> Jim and I were yeah. Gambleaware.co.uk. Oh, and you. yet again, it's ruined. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, oh. fingers crossed on that one. I think that's got a good chance. Mm. I think it has. Luke, do we have any highlights? I've got a few. Go on then. Um, what have we got here? Shall I give my one first? Uh, yeah, go ahead. In fact, this is really Pete's. It's all of our one. It's King uh, Kazu, Peter. Yes. King... Uh, a very old man. Kazu Yoshimiura scored at the, age, at the age of 49 in Japan's second tier. Um, his team lost 2-1, though. This is the oldest scorer... In Japan, second tier. Um, <laughs> I mean, 49 years old playing 49. professional football. I mean, it's impressive, but it's not a Euro highlight, is it? Come on. <laughs> True. Very tr- oh, come on. You've well, gotta... a, a few people did e- e- email it in, so thank you uh, for those of you who did. That's right. I did like it when he said, I'm genuinely happy. Um, Why did he talk Kevin Keegan? <laughs> I'm genuinely the, happy. Maybe he's the Japanese Kevin Keegan. He yeah. said, I was sent to... What's genuinely happy? Mm. He said, the defeat is disappointing. I need to be scoring more, to be honest. Wow. You're a 49-year-old man, mate. Every, <laughs> every goal. Well, this to be honest, you shouldn't be playing off it. <laughs> anyway, Luke, back highlights. to Euro highlights. Louis Marks on Twitter says, uh, my highlight was Lawrence and saying Romania goalkeeper has got chocolate wrists. Lovely combo that also goes down like custard. Tasty old game. <laughs> <laughs> chocolate wrists. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent use of Twitter, that. Um, Tony also on Twitter says, Jonathan Pierce saying, un Big Mac pour Gignac, and then keeping it BBC by saying other burgers are available. Hashtag pot kettle black. Um, <laughs> Charlie on Twitter says, has to be my mum asking what Deli Ali's first name was. After telling her it was Deli, Deli, she then asked me what his surname was. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. His name is Deli Ali, it really is. Um, what else have we got here on Facebook? Joe DC, the Russian supporters chief who was deported because mm. of the violence but re-entered France by an unusual route overnight before getting arrested for a second time. He kept everyone up to date on Twitter. So, <laughs> yeah. I think I'm the back! French, I think the French officials are getting off pretty lightly in all this nonsense, I have to say. I really do have to say. Um, Pete, have you ever gone anywhere under the cover of darkness? Uh, no, I don't think so. Not That's a lie, isn't it? Caving, when caving was. The mics are still on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, something else which was reported by the Daily Mirror. It's not a Euros highlight, but it's got to be mentioned. Marcus Bent was caught with cocaine on him at Chessington World of Adventures. Oh, my wow. God. As I say, why were you frisking, Marcus yeah. As I always say, it's nice to have a Marcus in yeah. there. But <laughs> there's the exception to the rule. Yeah. And Gareth, Gareth, Ste- Gareth Stephen got in touch with that. He said, I always had him down as a Legoland type of guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we'll, do, we'll finish off with this one. Um, Keith R. Campbell, Joe Ledley going full Pardiola, but learning the lessons of his club gaffer and unleashing the thunder after the win was secure. Yeah, he yeah. did a little, a little dance, didn't he? It was. He? It was. I, I know for a fact that a number of Crystal Palace fans are supporting England and Joe Ledley at this point. <laughs> fair enough. And fair enough, yeah. Fair I'm just, enough I'm just checking out this. Th- th- I'll just, libel-wise, just got to check that that's uh, correct. Yep, yep. It's it's absolutely just, yeah. Seems to be. It's <laughs> reported by the Daily Mirror. How did they know? Was he like being really talkative on one of the uh, roller coasters? He was really confident. Um, <laughs> actually, I might sound even that fast. He was cue jumping. I might, sound, I might sound a bit closer to the wind and finish off with this one by Miel Maguire. He's a regular contributor. He says, Realising that my beloved Glasgow Celtic is only one player in the whole tournament, putting us on a par with such luminaries as Fleetwood Town. Still. 
one more than Rangers. <laughs> that's a dig. He said, that's a bold man's dig that wins us a comb covered in a single ginger hair. That is, that is excellent. <laughs> that's very good indeed. Um, uh, right, any more for any more? We're done. I think, I think that's Let's it. get out of here. We are back, aren't we? Um, on Thursday, Thursday night. We, we are back are, on Thursday night. We are recording. Um, uh, right. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Petey. Bye. And uh, don't, bye. Don't, don't, don't bye. Leave me. Don't go to the UK. What? Bye. <laughs>